Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the What the Fart Like podcast. Uh, We finished Series 1, we're about to jump into Series 2, but we couldn't leave you without the dulcet tones of myself and Matt for too long. So we've come back with a special bonus bit. Uh, We're joined by some of our amazing What the Fart Like production buddies, and we're going to be doing a little roundtable reviewing Series 1. So uh, this is all part of our 12 Days of Christmas. Hope you're enjoying it. This is Day 6, Seven Fart Leckers Chatting. And we'll jump into it. You might not know everybody on the team. You definitely know me. You haven't got a choice about knowing me. Uh, I'm Rob. I talk too much, whether you want me to talk or not. Uh, and I host the show. Uh, everyone else want to introduce themselves? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all know me as well, Rob. Uh, I get dragged along here every Sunday to uh, to speak on the on the show. Oh, yeah, uh, it's hard life, isn't it, mate? <laughs> well, well, what can I say? Uh, yeah, so everyone should know me. I'm Matt. Uh, and who's next? Is it Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously, you probably know me. I've been on a couple of times. And I basically just make the boys sound good. They're a little bit rough voice in their old age, so I do a little bit of auto tune and put it out for all you guys. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jo, and I'm basically Rob's PA. She is, and I pester all the guests. And very well, you do it too. I do. Take pride in it. Hi, I'm Paul, and I've been liaising with the uh, companies for the shout-outs during Series 1, and generally reviewing some of the pieces before it goes out, and just generally chipping in with whatever needs doing behind the scenes throughout the series. Hiya, I'm Sam, I'm Rob's wife, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> it, is, it is a job. That is my podcast job, I'm his wife. Um <laughs> I've come up with some of the ideas for the show and helping chip in where I can. And I also play Postman Pat. So anybody who gets a mug in the post, you've got it through me. <laughs> and, and, and of course, you came up with the theme music, didn't you? I Sarah? did. I did come up with the theme tune. So I write the theme tune and sing the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure that's my line, that. ain't it a short one. <laughs> Rob, she also has to film the social media videos that you do where you get your top off for the fart leg. Yes. WWE she does. Championship. She does. She's my foil. Uh, puts up with my absolute nonsense. And also, uh, not to sell a short, uh, is the first person who listens to all of the chats that we do with guests to tell me whether or not they sound ridiculous. So, my wonderful What the Fartlet crew. Um, and also, every- she's sat in your hot seat at the minute as well. Bless yeah, her. she is. She is. She stole. She stole my uh, my studio. Uh, I'm wandering around with my phone in my hand. Anyway, let's get on with it, guys. Let's talk podcast. So what, what's everyone's, it's, it's, it's absolutely mind-boggling to think that we've only been doing this since the start of October. What, what were people's thoughts when we kind of first started saying, yeah, you know what, let's, let's do a running podcast? So, yeah, so when, when obviously you sent it round, I've listened to a couple of podcasts, you sent it round just in our usual like running group chat, 
I listened to a couple of running podcasts before, started to enjoy them during the summer when I was running on my own, bit of company. And I was a bit like, you know, it's just quite a cool idea. I hadn't known, I'd, I hadn't even met a lot of you at that point. I think I'd only just met you, Rob, in person, but I'd spoken to some of you on Instagram, only met you like one time. Um, and I just thought I'd get on board. It was a bit of fun during lockdown, something to do, a little project to get your teeth into. And I thought, you're all sound guys. I thought, we may as well go on and see how it goes. And then I just think from there, just the excitement of putting something out and seeing everyone's comments was just like mind-boggling, really, showing that you've helped someone get out of their run during a tough time is really nice, really rewarding. And I think it was good how it started from such an, like, an idea and some just gathered pace between us all because between all the group, between like all nine of the team, everyone chipping in different ideas, it just suddenly grew pace and it just we realised that there was something in the idea of it being different to other podcasts. Everyone's got inspirational stories to share and it just, over like three weeks or so, we'd got like the idea together, we started getting the structure together and before you know it, we'd got us live data the 1st of October and it was all systems go. So I think it was a really good team effort and it was surprising how quickly it went, but it was because everyone, all of us just like pulled together to get something really good out there. Yeah, I agree. I, d- I don't think we'd have got moving as quickly as we did if it wasn't for the fact that there was so many of us so invested into it like for me it was great that I just had so many friends who were so bought into the idea of yeah let's let's do it and and not and people all want just wanting to help as well like the first thing I thought when I was kind of putting the idea out to you guys was like oh god what if everyone wants to host it like like, you know what I mean because it's like that's that's what you do on a podcast isn't it so if you go out to people go do you want to do a podcast everyone's gonna be like yeah all right what when, when, when are we talking? Um, and of course, I can't get all nine of you on. And I had to, and I've got the charity case in the corner. I had to get on. Um, that's why you. That's that's the only reason you brought me on, isn't it, Rob? Because I'm obviously I'm, I'm the like I said the charity case, the <laughs> comedy aspect of it all. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I was like, who let me take the piss out of them most without without kicking off? And I thought, well, probably Matt, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, but then the fact that you were all just like, yeah, no, you and Matt, great idea. That's a great tandem. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll, I'll talk to guests. I'll talk to companies. I'll, I'll edit it for you, Jack. I'll learn to edit. Like, brilliant. I just couldn't, uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I just think that it's amazing that everyone just worked so seamlessly and we have worked so seamlessly really with, with very little altercation since. Yeah, I just exactly. think it's. Sorry, I just think it's nice to see your dream actually now become a reality because for years and years you've had this dream that you wanted to start a podcast but you never had a topic or theme to do it from and obviously finding your passion again for running and through Instagram making loads of new friends it was nice for you to share that with them and for them to just jump on board with it. Like you said, it's gone from nothing to something so quickly. I'm immensely proud of it. I know you guys are, and I just hope everybody's enjoying it because it's just been so much fun putting it together for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I've said at the start of the show, I get dragged along every Sunday, but I I look forward to them them every every Sunday. It's it's fun recording uh, and, and just chatting running and chatting and listening to people's inspirational stories and stuff yeah it's just i I love it basically i can't wait till we're sat in the studio together again to be fair because it's over skype it's nice but it's better to be in person and and do do that that yeah but 
yeah, part of the fun in those early weeks between the lockdowns was just being able to catch up and have a have a beer or two while we were recording and just laughing. That's the thing that I just think the most out of it, guys. And it's not just it's not just like me and Matt when we because we do laugh a lot when we're together and we're going through stuff. But like even when we're like planning stuff and we've got the WhatsApp group, I just spend so much time laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you feel. WhatsApp group muted. I have got it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we too, too much, Joe? Yeah, we're too much. I remember when we first started and we were having the Zoom meetings, and I joined the Zoom call from the bath. Literally, that's yes. if people think it's a lot of hard work to start a podcast. We some of our meetings, some people were eating their tea or dinner from down <laughs> south, as I call it, and I, I was I was doing the I was doing the call from the bath. I managed to get out of the bath, showered washed and dried see like for example now Matt's just had his dinner delivered to him i think <laughs> i have yes <laughs> sorry rob but it's a chicken burger <laughs> oh mate uh, and, and his tea delivered though jack that's the one thing that we have argued about everyone ganging yeah. up on jack because he calls his his tea his dinner um think, thinking about the show itself then guys let's let's let, let's talk about that has anyone got any what, what's everyone's favorite let's just go around so joe what joe what's your favorite Kind of episode. Yeah, I thought about things. Probably two key that stand out, and it's probably Tom and Ruth, but for very different reasons. I found Tom's really moving and really emotional. I was so engaged in his story and his journey, and um, yeah, I, I found that quite moving. It literally sort of brought a tear to my eye when I was listening to it. Um, and on the flip side, Ruth, I just found. So I was smiling the entire way through. I just found it so positive. I love how she talks about running. She's so passionate about it. Um, yeah, so for me, I'm going to set them to my top two for very different reasons. Mm. Good, good. Paul, what about you, dude? Um, for me, I've got a couple. I'd say, like, Tom for me was one because that sort of resonated with sort of like me, the story, um, really sort of like resonated with it. And so I was really sort of like gripped by it because I knew part of his story before but not I knew part through Instagram but not to that sort of level and I thought it was could really resonate um with it um and then also it was like uh, for me it was like Lucy as well uh, because I had not heard that story as well and that sort of it was really good insight into that sort of like life as well and it's quite an uplifting sort of story there so for me, that's the good thing about the series that all the guests we had were brilliant, but they're all very different as well. And it's that story, like a couple of guests have said it, the stories behind the squares. And it's those sort of ones that you can get that insight into them. Uh, and they yeah. were the two that stood out because I didn't know Lou at all before. But now through hearing her story, I've now connected via Instagram and chat to her regular. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And, and round of applause for Joe because that was all Joe, wasn't it? In terms of booking the guests and when we had them on, and uh, yeah, a lot of lot, lot of thought goes into in, into prepping the shows that you that you probably can't tell when you listen to me and Matt talking absolute nonsense <laughs> at each other for an hour a week. Um, Sam, what about you? Which ones did you like? Um, Andy, I really enjoyed Andy's. Um, it hit home for me a lot of what Andy has been through. Um, my dad 
has also had some form of treatment that way where so a lot of the hospitals and rehabilitation that Andy spoke of my dad had actually been with that same hospital and those same places so it sort of hit home and brought it all back to me listening to Andy's story and also it was just a bit like home comforts listening to another scouser so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and Andy was great really great i think i think what i found was that as, as amazing as as john was as a first guest we had john flynn on first didn't we and you know john can talk for britain and i mean that as a compliment like john was so easy like i was a little bit nervous doing the first one doing the first chat and john just put me at ease you know he just it didn't feel like we were doing a, a an interview if that's what you want to call it it was just it was just having a gas bag with a mate um but andy was was different in the sense that he was a little bit more nervous he won't you won't mind admitting that. Um, and I felt like I needed to protect Andy's story a little bit. Like, John, just it is what it is. He raises money and he does amazing things and he's inspirational and, and all that. But I needed to tell, we needed to tell Andy's story right. And it was our second episode and we kind of threw ourselves into it. And it was like, and I was just really, really worried that it wasn't going to come across the right way or that Andy was going to be upset with how it came across or because it was quite raw. We didn't cut once. There was a point where Andy broke down a little bit. Um, uh, and I broke down a couple of times in it and we just kept going. And, and I was really worried that he wasn't going to be pleased with it. But, you know, just seeing how engaged Andy's been with the show since and how proud he is of that episode going out and how many people have listened to it and fed back and talked about how much they enjoyed and were inspired, like Sammy said, listening to him, uh, just just fills me with immense pride. Um, yeah, so I think Andy was a, was a great one, a really yeah. good one. What, what, about, what about you, Jack? Yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. Like, so obviously when I edit them, I tend to, sometimes I don't listen to them before I edit. And then when I edit, it's, I feel like, um, I feel more, not, maybe a bit more interested in editing, but I, I sort of enjoy it a little bit more as well. And Andy's, I remember sort of welling up a bit when I was just listening to it. And, I mean, I'd heard his story before, but just him, just him saying it rather than say text on Instagram and you reading it like yourself. But the other one I would say is I quite enjoy um, Carl's, so the last one, purely because of just he felt like he had no story and he didn't feel like he was inspirational at all. But really, like I found him very inspirational, just like a lot about his story that he didn't say. Um, he mentioned about his mum doing her first parkrun, just everyone waiting behind like the community in running. And I think that's sort of what we all love. That's what I've loved from Instagram is just everyone in the running community is so nice and so um, supportive of everyone. And what he said in that was just, lo- there was loads of bits in that that he spoke about that just really made me feel, I know, just warm inside just about everyone, us, like like with us, when we put out that podcast, all the comments and shares that we get and it's sort of what he was saying when he was doing his 10 marathons in 10 days. So, and the fact that he was so shy to do it and, and didn't want to do it because he thought that he wasn't, good enough didn't have a story to tell but he came on and it he did have a story to tell really we just had to help along with it but i thought that was a really good episode i enjoyed that one i enjoyed them all really all of them were so different and so good in their own way yeah agreed agreed what about you tiny dancer <laughs> tiny dancer yeah i've got to agree with you rob uh, the, the one that you did with andef so different from from uh, from john's uh, and, and your your skills are getting through these interviews are just getting better better by the week uh, but yeah, Andy's when he when he were talking about his kids not recognising him, it, it puts a lump in back of your throat and it makes you think, 
you know, cherish what you've got now. Live every live every day as though it's your last type thing. Because uh, obviously, his his story it, it, it touched a nerve. It made it made you realise that like things are not forever, are they? So his story is probably my favourite. But other ones like Kevin's, him coming on and telling telling yeah. his story about uh, about his uh, his eating disorder and stuff like that. The, the fact that he had, he had that strength to come on and talk about it and let other people know that there is issues out there that people have to face, but there is also help out there as well. So yeah, I think I think that was a good one, and, and, and another one, Rav doing her first marathon. Yeah, the emotion that she showed on that on that interview, and then videos that she shared on Instagram. That's that's another thing, one that I enjoyed as well. So yeah, there's there's loads. We could go through them all and and pick bits from every one of them and uh, and and enjoy each and every one of them. So yeah. Yeah, everyone. Everyone was brilliant, wasn't it? I like. I like that you mentioned Kevin because, you know, again, we're talking. We're trying to talk quite frankly and give 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 anyone who's who's listening a bit of an insight into stuff. We, we, I'll be honest. I was a little bit dubious with Kevin because we. I don't think we planned to, but we managed like the first kind of like four or five episodes. We 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 found people and we were talking to people who had very very big social media followings very confident i mean i know i know we talk about andy being nervous and stuff but because of the story that he had and the engagement that came from social media we're talking about people with thousands and thousands and thousands of followers across their socials you know rav ruth um you know all very very active on social media and um and in some ways there was a part of me that was almost thinking okay, we're getting good numbers on these episodes. You know, we're, we're, we're getting in the hundreds, two, three hundred listens a week. Um, but is that because we're doing so... Are people liking what we're doing or is it just that they like the guest? Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about Kevin was Kevin... Kevin is very active on social media. You know, he, he's, he's super cool to talk to anybody, but he's not quite got that presence. You know what I mean? He's not He's not a Ruth Bennett. You know what I mean? He's not mm-hmm. a Rav Bill and he's not got... 10,000 followers and the positive feedback that we got from from Kev's episode about how inspirational and amazing his story is and how brave he was as a man to talk about living with an eating disorder that filled me with absolute joy because he deserved to have his story told and you know what for someone who was so nervous going into the chat he was charming as anything you know what i mean mm. he was just the perfect guest and it flew by the time that I spoke to him yeah i totally agree just seeing like the numbers come in like when when we were looking at that like like a bit like you said when when we when we first were looking at guests we were well i say guests just people to chat to we were looking for those people with the followers i think just to help us get off the ground and then just seeing them come in and was really nice and people sharing his story tagging him in it saying how much it resented with them because every story that that we've that we've shared is going to relate to someone in some way a bit like you said sam with andy's story it it relates to one listener one way or another and i think that's good and then you've got your funny chats either side of it which make it what it is yeah, let's let's talk about that for a minute then. So one thing that you guys have all been involved in is Make Matt Run, um, <laughs> which I think we can all agree turned into something none of us thought it was going to be at the start. Has anyone got any kind of memories or, or, or anecdotes or anything they wanted to say or talk about about Make Matt Run? Yeah, my what? crayon. <laughs> <laughs> which which i will i will do it again I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do it before christmas i'm gonna do it again 
because honestly in my head there's this little park that I do my speed sessions around and in my head I had it perfectly but you can't where the clock face was you can run round but you can't do the hour and minute hands out because you have to like run over flower beds and there's loads of flat near flats nearby are you and still trying to... to make excuses for that <laughs> yeah yeah i am because i tried to jump if i do it and if i do it well i'd like to i'd like it to go on the social media and i'd like an apology from rob and matt and say that i can why do why why would we apologize the the crayon <laughs> is still out there okay the you cray- know you could you could make anything in future the crayon will still haunt you sir okay but if i do it well can I have a well done? Yes, mate, you can. Right. Pat on the back. <laughs> What's everyone else then about Make Matt Run? What did you enjoy? You did a good one, Paul. Yeah, I, it was harder than I expected. It really was. Because, <laughs> like, especially when, like Matt said, the bar with his like dinky dinosaur one. I thought, oh, how hard can that be, really? And then, <laughs> if Matt but... can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, surely it's easy. Just like, look where you're going to do it. It's going to be easy. Got like circular areas to do my pumpkin, but oh yeah, when I got there and started, yeah, got in the middle of the field, and then I got disorientated. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, it's like harder. Mm. <laughs> so I have to like stand there and think about it, and then yeah, trying to get the mile in as well for it. Just, oh yeah, yeah, the mile was hard. <laughs> but that was the hardest bit. That was the hardest rule, the mile. I think. Yeah, mine um, wasn't even over a mile, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you fell on all accounts, Jack. I I had just done a long run as well, and it was quite a hard long run. So I didn't even I didn't even think it. It didn't even cross my mind. I was just jo- so focused on doing a big Ben. Joe's Joe's was a bit of a bone of contention because <laughs> everyone. It went you can't argue with the public. Uh, I just think you were tapping people up on DMs to vote. Positively for you. Yes, she she gave me a fiver. No, that was that was the public spoke. What can I say? It it was hard. I've got to say. I think I had about four attempts before I submitted the one that I submitted. But it's tricky, Mm. really tricky. I think the key is you've got to go to a big field. I think that's the key to it. Yeah, yeah. I think you need some landmarks as well, like either trees or lampposts or something to know where you are and remember where you've been. Oh, oh you mean like a football pitch? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a lap oh, from yeah. the Cheats. <laughs> Cheaty Taylor. <laughs> forgot, forgot, forgot about that black spot on the, uh, on the series. Maybe write it down on a piece of paper and then not dispose of your evidence. <laughs> yeah, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's our seventh person, Donna, the person who keeps Matt in line. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Sammy? Because yours was yours was going well, and then it all fell apart, didn't it, love? I still feel cheated from mine. But I'll, I'll be honest. I feel like I should have got a point. It was a good did, slipper, Sammy. I did more than what was required. I did a trainer and a slipper. I just <laughs> completely lost where I was going, and I just—it's so hard. I thought this is going to be so easy, and as soon as I got in the field and started, I was like, I forgot where I've gone, and I was just—and these women, annoyingly, the field I'd chosen, there was these women just constantly walking around with their dogs, and every time I was still doing it, they were like looking at me weird, and then the dogs kept like attacking me, so it was like. <laughs> So after every time they come and got me, I was like, I've lost where I am. So that's why probably the slipper ended up turning up. But I still feel like I should have got the point. Was it a a slipper and trainer combined? 
It was, yes, there was the trainer and I clearly done the Nike tick and then there was a slipper and I thought... Have you put that pattern in? Have you put that pattern into Nike so you can... (laughs) (laughs) For for their new carbon fibre plated shoes. Oh, don't get started on. Please endorse it. (laughs) Yeah, the the Nike Sammy, Er Sammy's. Yeah, Er Sammy's. (laughs) Yeah, put them up, Sammy. Just will buy a pair. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll buy them. I'll buy anything from Nike. We could make some money here, Sammy. I could. Yeah, Jack, Jack will give you at least 200 quid for them. Um, I mean, yeah, it was it was good, wasn't it, mate, Matt Run? I think we didn't expect it to be that at all. Like, do you remember how at kind of the start of the whole thing, we were like, right, let's just set Matt these horrible challenges and that was the plan at start wasn't it It was like torture Mm -hmm. man it was like let's make him let's make him run a mile as quick as he can let's make him do intervals let's make him do the bleep test it was all like and that all might still come in future series but um it it just i just think it's 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 weird but quite nice i think in a way that it evolved so naturally and Because Matt was faking an injury, everyone else got to play as well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good job I got that injury then, isn't it? Otherwise, it wouldn't have become what it did. True. Yeah. True. I suppose so. <laughs> Although I, I did so. have that issue when I was when I was making the Make Matt Run cover and I had to keep crossing out people's name and someone else's name. <laughs> I did it on... I did it on the first week because I thought, oh, Matt will be back on week three. And then I was running out of room to get everyone's name in there. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, then. So... I yeah, I, I make Matt Run was great. Um and, and I think that happened quite a lot throughout the series. Like stuff just grew legs that we didn't expect it to. Yeah, like, did you notice me. did you notice that by like episode six we weren't really talking about running? We gave up giving updates on um on, on track events because Matt couldn't pronounce anybody's name. Check 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 and then yeah it just i think there was a point when matt and i did an episode and we were like i don't think we've mentioned running once in this segment half of them made but, that run at the end weren't it that was the bit yeah. of running that you had yeah yeah or, or i guess the chat with the guests because I don't, I don't think we particularly talk about running with the guests do we i think no. and, and that's that, that that was part of the the idea wasn't it because I think a big a big reason why we decided to make the show in the format we did is that it's not that there aren't podcasts out there that look at the ordinary guy. You know, there are, and there's some really good podcasts out there. Um, and it's not that there aren't podcasts out there that have two idiots making fun of each other, but you didn't really see it together. It was always one or the other. You know what I mean? And that, well, fr- from the research we did, wasn't it? It was always either it was very interview based with ordinary people or you'd have kind of the more lighthearted kind of chatter but the guests that they talked they either wouldn't be guests or the guests they talked to it'd be all about like speaking to your world record holders and yeah. your two and a half hour marathoners and there's nothing wrong with that at all there's a clearly a big audience for it but we just saw that there was a bit of a gap in it didn't really seem like there were people who were just talking to all the amazing I hate saying ordinary people, but, you know, just, just Joe Averages like us who were doing all these incredible things for whatever reason. But at the same time, there was it was a bit more lighthearted. I think it's a bit like our friendship, really. We all sort of connected via running, but we don't chat about running much at all, really. Like there's the odd bit in there where we put something in about running or what we've done. But really, our friendship 
came together because of running, but really we just chat a lot of shit, to be honest with you. And we've all got a dark sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Mainly mainly Joe. Mainly Joe. She's got yeah. a dark sense of humour. I'm very innocent, only being only twenty four and a teenager. Yeah, I thought I genuinely thought you were so sweet and innocent until we started doing our Zoom lockdown quizzes and then I realised you are actually a very, very dark hole. Yeah, it's the first time I saw or Matt uh, saw Rob as well, and I came off the first quiz, and I was like, "Was I a bit rude on that?" <laughs> oh, like, oh, right. Is Uncle Rob not going to like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds <laughs> very sinister, Robert. <laughs> He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Movie quotes. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the movie quotes as well. Yeah, they came out of nowhere. That was just yeah. me getting really excitable. What was um, your favourite movie quote then of the of the series that I managed to shoehorn in uh, yeah. the the Back to the Future one and hearing your absolutely atrocious Doc Brown impression? Get in the car, Marty. That, <laughs> that one. You sound like a thirties mob boss. <laughs> My favourite one was you doing the uh, Rick Tor one. That was that was hilarious. That. Oh, dodgeball! If you can yeah. dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I <laughs> spot on that. Yeah, I love dodgeball. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun, haven't we, guys? I think yes. it's been yeah. it's been a good first series. What's everyone looking forward to most next year? Then, from a podcast perspective, if people could sum it up, what what are you most excited about taking the podcast into twenty twenty one? Jack, hit me first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I just think I just think getting started again. I think the one thing I love the most about the podcast is seeing that it helps people go out on their runs. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to being able to help people again, have a good laugh. I think the Make Matt Run will be really interesting this year, and I can't wait to do all that. So yeah, 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 agreed. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, I think for me, obviously, because we've already started making progress with the series two guests, so. Obviously, we know who's on the cards, so I'm excited to um, just hear everybody's stories, I think, again, because there's some amazing guests lined up. Um, yeah, I just think hearing everyone's stories, I'm really excited about the Make Matt Run Challenge for Series 2. I think it's going to be hilarious. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get really competitive. Well, like, I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit, bit still, to be fair. I'm a little bit worried for mine and Matt's, uh, mine and Matt's friendship. <laughs> Paul, what are you looking forward to? Mine again is the guests because just new guests and learn, like say, hearing the stories about different people and finding like new stories and new people on like Instagram and things like that. It's finding those new stories. Everyone's got a different story um, to tell. Everyone's got interesting. So it's that, and it's also getting more like interaction with the listeners as well because that's what's been great in series one. Is like we had no idea how it would be received, and just like growing over the series of the ten episodes getting that interaction on like the social medias and like I said we have that with like Joe's like do we, what the fall like bus and things get that interaction people are really starting to engage with us now so it's nice to be able to start series two that when we finish series one people are like oh I'm missing it already so to get back out there and give people that on a Thursday morning people are looking forward to it actually landing and they can listen to it on the day and take it on their runs with them as well it's just more of that it's a yeah. great way to start the new year I think yeah, agreed. It's been great seeing people being like, I look forward to a Thursday. Were you going to say something, Josephine? Yes, yeah, but I just remembered something else I'm looking forward to, Series 2. The Woman's Takeover Show. In oh, yes. Yes. 
that's going to be awesome. Yeah. 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 So absolute, absolute exclusive. The ladies from the show. Uh, it's International Women's Day coinciding with what will be our is it episode twelve, Jack? Our series finale for series two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I yeah, think so. so. So we're going to be, so uh, the girls are going to be taking over. Um, they're going to be doing a round table like this. They're going to be hosting. Me and Matt are getting the week off, aren't we, buddy? We're going to go for a romantic <laughs> yes. weekend away in a log cabin and let them get on with it. Week yeah. off. Do I? Yeah, is, is it week off? Is it what? Is it week off? Is it a week off with full pay? A week off with full pay. Uh, yeah. Three curly wellies. Three curly wellies. <laughs> Rob, do I get the week off or do I have to sit in on the call? No, you're definitely all sitting on the call. Oh, that's better. right. You've still got to edit it, Jack. We'll just that's put right. you in a wig. I'll, I'll sit in the corner with all the ladies chatting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Whether whether they know or not. Um, so, Sam, what, what are you most looking forward to in Series 3? Um, I'm looking forward to Make Matt Run, and I can't wait for everybody to see how we bring that to show everybody and how people are going to get involved and the filming of that is going to be hilarious I believe <laughs> and just getting back into the ideas and organizing things and um listen like to be fair it's coming up with your slapstick comedy YouTube uh, with your little videos and what what you've come up with and being involved in that and also ordering more mugs because we need more mugs. Because yeah. everybody loves a mug. We do need more mugs. We need to find a way to pay for these mugs as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right then, Tiny Tim. What, what, what are you looking forward to? Well, I was going to say I wasn't looking forward to make Matt run because before we got this uh, new challenge set up, it, I, I thought we were going to be doing the hard stuff. But now we're getting this uh, most miles wins thing. I think I'm going to quite look forward to doing that. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to is hopefully when all this settles down with COVID, I can come come to your studio again and, and sit with you and spend yeah. an hour away from Donna. Hey, oh. is she there? Oh, you're in trouble, aren't yeah, you? I got to shut up. That's what I got. And a jab in the ribs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think you guys have covered it really well. I I just can't wait to get started again. It's I've, it's been harder than I thought it was going to be this three weeks. Mm. of being away and thursday was really tough for me if i'm honest not not having an episode to kind of like promote and plug and and not and and you know when people i know people say it tongue-in-cheek but it really does resonate with me when people are like oh i'm gutted i've not got this to listen to on a thursday morning so i think i'm just looking forward to putting that back and, and just looking forward to continuing working with you guys growing this as much as we can and and i think to to the points that sammy made as well doing the stuff that's in and around the show, like that stupid wrestling promo we did. I had so much fun, yeah. um, so much fun doing stuff like that. And uh, and yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to do more of it. Can't wait to spend more time with you lot, you motley crew. Um, so long may it continue. So with that in mind, I think we should probably wrap up. So uh, let's all say goodbye. Goodbye, Sammy. Goodbye, Rob. Goodbye, team. Goodbye, Josephine. <laughs> Good night, Baba Joe. <laughs> Good night, Paul. Goodbye, team. Good night, Jack. Good night, everyone. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Good night, my vertically challenged lover. <laughs> <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> uh, 
guys, thank you so much if you've persevered with us through that. We hope you got a few little insights and tidbits into Series 1. Uh, we've enjoyed it so much and we cannot wait to bring you Series 2. Please make sure you are subscribed. Please make sure you leave comments. Please make sure that it, you are following us on all our social medias. Uh, we cannot wait to spend 2021 with you. We cannot wait to keep bringing you this absolute array of nonsense that we call What the Fartlek. Uh, thank you to all our guests from Series 1. Um, and we will see you very, very soon. Happy holidays to you all. Good night.